It feels like I'm in 1996 Northeaster Corey Davis. How y'all doing? You're watching Geekcaster, everything sci-fi, fantasy, geek culture, and geek content. Now, Davion, what are we talking about yep. today? The girl with all the gifts. Godzilla, king of all monsters. Batwoman, season two. And WandaVision, season three. No, season four. WandaVision, episode four. Episode four. Sorry. <laughs> said it too fast. That was crazy. What You're making me feel like I missed a lot there. All right. You know what? Um, for those, we're not going to talk about that first, but when we get to WandaVision, it is a spoiler. So, um, you spoiler. know, you could um, not listen to the last 10 minutes of this broadcast if that's an issue. All right. The girl with the... The girl with all the gifts. Let's start there. That was amazing. Perfect. That was amazing. That little girl. Perfect. First of all, it takes you, you get zoomed into this world, a futuristic world where there's a pandemic of some some kind, a zombie apocalypse, and you start learning about these kids. These kids. It seems like a school, Corey, or a laboratory with a school in it. Yeah, it's more like a laboratory. Well, some type of outpost. It's a bunker. It's a bunker, yeah. which is based on the military base. And they have a hidden tunnel, which is underneath underground, where they basically experiment on the kids that got infected. That basically whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't hey, want to spoil. Hey, wait, wait, easy now. Spoilers, bro. Easy. Spoilers. Spoilers for WandaVision. Not that. You're too busy flexing. Okay. You got to think while you flex. You just can't flex. Oh, oh, oh. Glad Johnny Sorry. Brown always gets run over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But anyway, as I was saying, this film is great. I don't even want to say much more before this one starts slipping. <laughs> but I would say this is one of my favorite new films. What do you say, Corey? So I remember watching this film when it first came out. And rewatching it made me fall in love with this movie all over again. Um, you know when they give you this world of like this new zombie apocalypse and how this world works? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but this world seems like the most authentic uh, world they've ever created with zombies. And I was highly invested, and I forgot about the ending. The ending is the piece, the resistance of this whole film. It's so good. Yeah. So good. It's one of those that even if we want to do a spoiler, we can't because it kind of takes a lot of things away. Mm. Yeah. There were a lot of twists and turns what? that normally what? in um, zombie series or movies that they they just said nope we're gonna go this way nope we're gonna go that way and i, I thought that was great yeah i say spoiler <laughs> they literally tell you every step of the way what's happening and then they just make it make sense and it flowed very very well yeah and glenn's hey, glenn Coles was in that yes geeks come here real quick come to the camera Closer. Closer. Spoil it! <laughs> you, see, you see what I have to deal with? You, you see what's happening here? 
All right, so what do we got next on the list there? Godzilla's Godzilla, King of Monsters. Now, I fell asleep three times watching this, Corey. I don't know how. Uh, well, I understand. This isn't a standalone, standalone, standalone movie. If you didn't watch the original Godzilla remake in 2014, then this movie wouldn't have made much sense. So it was made basically a continuation. And the next upcoming movie, uh, Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus Kong, that's going to continue even further because they made a lot of references in this one, as well as some references in the first. And it's it's just going to be an amazing, uh, what's the what's the word? I don't want to say trilogy. What's the way I'm like thinking about Davion? Crossover. Not crossover. When you have all these movies in in succinction, ah, it'll, it'll come to me. But yeah, I like what they're doing with Godzilla now. They're giving respect to the old Godzilla movies as well as bringing it into the modern day era and making it make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, my reference to um, regarding to Godzilla and versus King Kong is Dag, I basically lost my train of thought. I knew that was going to happen. I knew it. I knew it. All that pausing for nothing. <laughs> You know, one thing I have to say about this um, Godzilla, yeah, they really stayed true to the whole point when it came with um, basically man's destroying the earth, the whole environment thing. And um, yeah, I have to say, even though things were so big and moving around and I kind of lost interest, but I have to say, I do like the fact that they did stay true to the original Godzilla. They stayed true to all the different characters in all the old series and I do like that a lot and I am really looking for was it Kong versus Zilla or Godzilla versus Kong Godzilla um, versus I mean King Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus King Kong I think it's Which Godzilla versus Kong <laughs> alright and what I was about to reference and it came back geeks I already know what you mean by you kind of was like kind of fading away because it could be because of the special effects Effects, it does when it's too much special effects it does messes with people mm. yeah no, it, you know, so it, was, it was so big like you but know you, you know the movie's just too big everything is large and big and it was like wide shots close shots wide clot you know what i'm saying it was just and the this is exactly what Christopher Nolan was trying to talk about. Like when they make these big budget movies that's made for the big screen, this is not made for your everyday 32, 40 inch TV. This is 300 inch mega picture movie. Mm -hmm. It's, mm -hmm. it's Godzilla. It's made big, so mm -hmm. it has to be, has to be seen on the big screen. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I see where you're going with there. Also, it was and so dark too. Well, of course it's that's how the whole setting, especially well, the original. No, they basically had his dark colors, but it was a little bit of light. But they wanted to make it that way so it fits the the. I think the environment, the atmosphere, yeah, the atmosphere to make it seem like yo, the darkness represents okay. You know, it's casualties and destruction in the dark type setting. So I think that's where it was going. Ah. Uh. The word I was thinking about is anthology. So, yeah, this is what they're building with. Yeah. I don't know how much. 
monster, the monster universe. Yeah. What else uh, is I on the list there? Uh, the one show I didn't was one episode I, or season I didn't watch is Batgirl, Batwoman season two. And you swinging your arm. <laughs> <laughs> I I must admit I didn't. I see don't have CW, so I can't I can't say nothing. So only season one is on HBO Max, uh, Batwoman, and so far the yeah, world I've seen, is pretty I've good. Seen Batwoman. I've seen part one. I mean season one, but I didn't see season two. Phil, tell us about season two. <laughs> I said well, I saw season one. I did season well, two. Well, let 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 let. What do you think of season one? I'm con- I'm I'm curious there. Okay. Season one, I really had to say it was too cartoonish, and they made—I don't know—I think the direction it was good, but the atmosphere and the environment and the story was kind of too cheesy. So the director sucked. Then that's what you're saying. Correct. But you just I said the director was good. No, I didn't say the director was good. He said the direction—the direction they were going with. The direction they were going with was good, but it was more the script and some of the characters that were making it like. Eh, 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 eh. I disagree. I didn't feel that way. I thought that it, it's the CW, so you're going to get a teen drama. Uh, there was a lot of kissing. <laughs> this, but there's no teens. That's the thing. You have a thirty. Year old woman playing a superhero who's going against a so called lover in season one. But what I mean is like the teen element. Like you get the same element in the Flash, Green Arrow, Supergirl. This is just another thing where you get that teen drama element of a CW show, is what I'm talking about. And you have that feel and the, the environment and world that they made Batwoman basically thrive in it made sense you have luke fox lucius's fox son uh she has a reason of why she puts on the suit and it's it's pretty good and her with her uh battle with alice in the comic book is also alice and red alice uh that can get cheesy but it also made sense in some directions you're like oh i didn't think they were going to go this way it was it's an entertaining ride it's a, it's a cw teen drama with batwoman in it Still. It's still I really felt, I really felt that it was kind of like, uh, like I, I felt if they would have put it on Netflix or something and went a different direction, I think I would have been more entertained than having it on CW. Like there's shows that they have on CW that they hit that threshold of entertainment because they actually went to oh the team element. So I think. It was like a downer to me because of the fact that there was more potential with that show than than there was presented. Yeah, I, I can see some people not liking it, but I'm one of those people that do like it, and there are reasons to like the show and watch it. Because I'm going to continue watching it. I'm going to finish season one, and when I get to season two, hopefully HBO Max starts putting out seasons like a week or two after they air. Because I think they're what to episode four of season two. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can start getting some of those episodes on HBO Max so we can stay uh, as current as possible. That's cool. So. Yeah, because yeah, HBO doesn't have 
season two up. So, <laughs> well, I would like to say I I saw where they were going with it when they um, started out season one, and um, once they started going too much with the um, lovey dovey boo boo kissy kissy CW, you know, it's got to be about relation like love relationships. I was same thing that made me unplug from Arrow. Same thing made me unplug from um, The Flash. I was like, all right, guys, I want my action. I want it dirty. I want my villains. <laughs> I want my villains bad. So, but that wasn't really it. What really made me really unplug the last straw was this weak wannabe kind of jokery Harley Quinn thing, which is her, like her sister. I just yeah, feel that. I just feel that she wasn't a good villain. Now I know that she that character already exists, but I just feel like, like what Davion was saying with the writing. I just feel like she wasn't a villain. She was just a, she was like just a cartoon villain. Like I'm not afraid of you. You're not crazy. You're just annoying. I want my villains to be bad. I felt with the so spoiler alert in three, two, one. I thought the <laughs> relationship that they had made sense because she's not like your traditional Batman villain. She's a Batwoman villain, and it it kind of makes sense. I don't want to like build the whole sexist like I don't uh, aspect into it, but it made sense for her dealing with all these issues and to deal with these family issues. Like she has a lot of issues that she's dealing with, and it just made sense to to keep it relevant and everything correlated i thought and it, it just made sense to me so that's why i was invested all right well season two um spoiler alert three two one the batgirl you know well everybody knows this if you watch the news like well she's gone she and you'll watch the show not a full spoiler alert but look she's gone and now this beautiful sister finds the suit and now she's wearing the suit and it's a little bit of a journey it's a little like little forced you know just trying to make things fit that why she would wear the suit but i think she does a great job i think the acting is well you know i think the sets are great the costumes are great i just feel like the um writing needs to be a little more solid i gotta watch a little more but um I do like I do like the black black woman, um, that woman, yeah, and um, I could I could dig it, I could dig it, but I do feel like the writers are just trying to make it fit too much, and um, don't rush it. If if you want to make it fit, just do it among like three episodes. You don't have to like all right, let's yeah. hurry up and let 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 this work, and um, then then we're off. And I feel that's right, kind of what I'm they did. Not trying to play, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate. Now, do you feel as though they kind of forcing a black character to us so we could basically, like, go back to CW so they could be like, oh, yeah, we got a black actress playing Batwoman. So we're going to try to bring all the black audiences back to CW, even though wow. we know we getting rid of well i need more information life. because i don't know if all the black people left cw so i don't know i don't know i mean 
that could be an angle. I, d I do like the fact that um, they did find a way to mention George Floyd, which was cool. Um, I do like the fact that uh, there was a scene where she's wearing the suit and they were like, hey, um, I think people realize that she's not that woman. I mean, she's black, you know, like her face, like don't notice. So I do like the fact that the writers weren't afraid enough to at least to do that, to like, okay, this is the obvious. We can't avoid the obvious and we can't pretend that someone that is of dark skin is not going to talk about injustice a little different than someone else. So that I have to give them props for. Um, but again, I got to watch more to see where they're going with it. Um, like, but just one example, they have a guy that had plastic surgery to look like Bruce Wayne. Now, if you work for Bruce Wayne and you know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, you think anybody just changes their face and you'll think it's Bruce? Like, it was like, come on, man. And I think, Corey, this is like a conversation we had, like, stay true to comic book characters and live in the world and the rules of the world. Like, mm -hmm. that's not going to happen. So I thought that was really corny, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So now on a lighter note, I know I was not a big fan of the first couple episodes of um, <laughs> WandaVision. No, 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 no. They still suck. But the last <laughs> episode... Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, we got to get the guns out. Oh, oh. But the last episode, I'm, I'm, I, I like it. I'm looking forward now. I like how they took a whole bunch of mess and made it work. They took mess and made the mess seem like it was brilliant. But it, it in itself was not entertaining. Spoilers. Spoilers. So, yeah. uh, this is the spoiler part we were talking Go about. Ahead. Three, two, one. All right. So, clearly, clearly, we had grieving from Thor, and it only made sense we had grieving from Wanda. So, everyone knows that Avengers Endgame, Vision's dead. They knew that we were going to go to this weird world and we don't know how the aftermath was going to be so expecting like this weird dynamic and that's why it was so awkward they couldn't remember why they were there or what they were doing it's because of wanda's doing it's her grief and we understand now why it was so awkward and it makes sense so even watching the awkwardness was fun to follow I, I don't know, like, why some people didn't get that, but yeah. I guess that's just, like, regular TV, and we forgot how to watch TV and watch it evolve into other things. <laughs> so so they, it was just Touche, touche, Corey. It was just her evolving in a different light. Like, okay, this is what I want in life. Something like a black and white picture. Then it, and then it ev ev I mean, elevates to okay we're starting to see evolve like somebody evolving Color, now hold on a second everything. i see where you guys are going with it and i agree i'm not disagreeing i just feel as the episodes as they were it was such a great opportunity even just as a writer as a creative if you're gonna do like a homage to the 50s or the 60s television and then the 70s Come on, man. Make it entertaining as if it standed by itself. Make it funny. Make it make it good. But you see what I'm saying? It's all in her mind. Okay. No, 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 no. It doesn't. No, no, no. Detach yourself for a minute. 
detaches. I, I see where you're going with it. And I agree of what they're trying to tell. But even within that box, it's like this. Okay, let me give you an example. All right. You do, you're, um, I don't know, I don't know, you're a magician, right? And you're in the war. And everyone dies, and you're all by yourself, right? And you're walking in the woods, right? And you're Mr. Magic Man. You can't deal with the fact that everyone's dead. So you start going to these little, you know, like these little, um, if anyone steals this idea, I'm, I'm coming for you. And like you, you start going in the past and you, and you do a 70s thing. Wouldn't you put 70s slang, 70s jokes? You might even do like a, I don't know, like an exploitation scene. But doing that scene, you would make it funny. You'd make it, you know what I mean? You, you would go all out where that scene is strong and stands by itself. And that's what they didn't do. That's what they, they is a missed opportunity to make it awesome i get what you're saying but what we know now of this whole show is introducing us to this horror element of marvel i think they did a good job of blending the characters now you said horror do you really believe that's where they're going to go with it yeah with uh with this show if they're introducing the horror element for the new doctor strange um movie right so they're introducing these uh theatrical elements right now they're not going hardcore to the right with it they're just introducing and it's going to be in stages so it's going to get worse and scary it's just like the beginning phase like don't you feel the whole twilight zone type feeling to this show like like or the i feel i feel like the um remember the episode they did where they were like in the circus no not the circus um it's like a fundraiser. And yeah, the did, fundraiser. Uh, that, I feel they really could have... See, it's all about pacing, tone, directing, and the writing. Now, if they... That would have been interesting. If they took that tone... I think, again, another missed opportunity to, well, to take us somewhere you, else. They didn't gotta, achieve it. You got to think about but, the fans, the current fans. A lot of current fans grew up with these movies. So they know... Yeah. the characters in a different way than we grew up with the comic books so you have to find that balancing act of paying homage to the people who know 50s 60s 70s shows and people who don't while they they should have hired people that respected it and can pull it off i think they did pull off it's it could have pulled off the story they didn't pull off the episode to see the difference they did you know, okay, you okay, know what? Because you guys gave the same have, critique when it came to, like, the Marvel Universe. Like, there are a couple of the... It's arguably that um, Ant-Man 2, to some people, and some of the Thors, some of the movies in between were just throwaways. One of the biggest one, critique-wise, was um, Captain Marvel. A lot of people felt that was just a throwaway. It was just a step towards Endgame. And... The thing is, and you see DC's probably doing it too or trying to do it, let's not be such fanboys where we're just like, oh, okay. When, okay. I don't think we're being we're no, no. fanboys. Don't, don't, don't take it personal. Take yourself out I'm of it. I'm not taking it personal. I'm just I'm saying that I just feel that, like, yes, it's a piece of the puzzle, but let's not pretend every piece is a masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? No, we're not saying that, but... The whole point, 
the whole point is, go for it? Yeah. yeah. Some things can be done better. Some things are done. That's all I'm saying. Up. Yeah. And and we get that. But the purpose right now is still building. And I think that it's still enjoyable. It's still a fun watch. And now it's just making more sense. And I like the ties that they threw in with, what's her name, Monica Rambo, And that gave yeah. you the time element of how much time has passed. The tie-ins are great. Yes. And then once You know what's they interesting? I think they wrote that episode first and went backwards. It's possible. It makes perfect sense. Because that episode was so strong in comparison that I'm like, I really think they wrote that first. They knew they wanted to go with it and then said, all right, we need to like build up to this. But I think that's because it's more Marvel than the other. Interesting. Right. I I can see that. Yeah. And I think that's what's throwing you off is the fact that, oh, they could have done more with episode one. They could have done more with episode two. They could have done more with episode three. But when episode episode four hit, you're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And you're like. I didn't say all that. (laughs) I'm just saying it's good. No, it, it brought you back. Let's put it like that. It brought you back. Yeah, because the writing was really good. Yeah. But it's just that they killed. Huh? They learned from the shield. So, like, let's bring characters back that they know and let's make it make sense. (laughs) So you had Thor, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, and, like, this new WandaVision world, and it's it's just perfect. And we're going to get more of that, I I first. I'm I'm confident if they stay on this path, I'm going to be excited. So, ladies and gentlemen, you check it out. You make the call and hit us up. Leave some comments. Um, if you're checking it out on uh, YouTube, cool. Geekcaster.com, cool. Geekcaster on IG, cool. Geekcaster on Twitch, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, give everyone your uh, social medias there, guys. Yep. I'll let Corey go first. Yep, yep, yep. I always do it. Yep. You can find me and pick Rick. On all the things at I am GT3. You could find me on, on Davion Bussy and all the things, and also Shamal Williams Show. So, where can we find you at? Uh, Geeks, you okay? No, well, I, you know what I mean? That's his thing. He says all the things. That's a Corey thing. <laughs> you can't say all the things. <laughs> That's not nice. That, that's his tagline. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, we do. But he didn't get a copyright yet. <laughs> I have the evidence. He does have the evidence. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Thank you so much for checking out Geekcaster. And we will continue to do what we do. Yep. Trickle Rick. Recycle dance. <laughs>